now we're just a couple of weeks away from a municipal election, the sleepy election at it, that is. And um, there is a debate today. Shock of all shocks. Yes, I know. I was uh, surprised to learn that, too, because there's a whole whopping two debates during this election cycle. This one's on affordable housing. And, of course, uh, the front runner, John Tory, will not be showing up. Well, because he doesn't have to, which, of course, serves him. It does not serve the electorate. Let's uh, tune in to Ben Spur, who is our Toronto Star's City Hall reporter, giving us a kind of peek behind the curtain. Good to have you, Ben. Yeah, thanks for having me. One of the things about this election, one of the many issues with this election, is that uh, the front runner can remain the front runner because it's in his interest to, um, you know, not really take part in things like debates and that, which, as you know, normally in an election cycle at the municipal level, we would have had probably 20 by now. And so you get an idea who the players are, who they're not. Now we're having two debates. The mayor is only taking part in one. And a lot of candidates, and I don't blame them, are speaking up and saying, you know, we're not even getting a chance to be in the debate. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's certainly an issue. I I, I think um, the mayor actually is uh, taking part in a second one that's happening later this week with the Canadian Association of Retired Persons, as well as one that happened yeah. at the Board of Trade. So I think we'll see him at at least two. But yeah, I think you, I think you're right as as um, as you state that uh, he's the front runner. The kind of uh, incentive for him to show up to some of these uh, debates, like the one today, it's happening about affordable housing, is a bit low because it just it gives his opponents a chance to kind of take a run at him. Uh, it gives him a chance to to make a mistake if he was going to do that. So um, it, it, the, the safe bet for an incumbent like John Tory, who's just fairly popular, is to just kind of stay out of, of these things. And so, you know, his team said that uh, the the debate today, he or the forum that's happening about affordable affordable housing, he had a scheduling conflict. And and so, you know, we're, we're, we, that's, we can take that at face value if we want, but um, surely the, the kind of uh, political incentive here is to, to kind of keep, uh, keep above the fray, so to speak. Yeah, I just don't think it serves the electric very well. Meanwhile, it was Tory who came out over the weekend and he got panned by this because he talked about, you know, his commitment to re-energizing and building, uh, you know, Toronto parks, which, you know, if you've driven around the city, Ben, they look like hell, um, you know, whether whether they haven't become um, living areas or living quarters for the homeless, you know, they're either run down, things don't work throughout, whether it's water fountains or bathrooms. I mean, the, the, the easy stuff, should be the parks and yet it has just turned into kind of a a boondoggle under his watch and i'm like well, what if you can't fix them in eight years what are you going to do in another four yeah it's, it's kind of strange i don't know that anyone would have predicted you know a year ago that uh, that parks would be a potential election issue but but it really has bubbled yeah. up as, as an issue um and i think that in part of course it has to do with the pandemic and everyone kind of getting outdoors over the past two years and going to these public spaces and, and realizing that facilities, as you say, like washrooms and, and water fountains aren't working. So yeah, the, the mayor put out a, um, a release this, this week about uh, this weekend um, about his uh, parks plan for his campaign. And, and he promises, you know, continued investment in parks and creating a new landmark uh, park uh, down at uh, Bathurst key and, and uh, creating a, a greenway. Where are getting that money? Where, where's that um, yeah, money coming from, Ben? Because I'd love, other than ta- raising my taxes, where's that dream coming from? Yeah, I'm not sure that it's fully funded at this point. I, I, it's, uh, you know, it's one of those That's things. That's a legacy where, project. Where you- yeah, you see the the kind of renderings of it. It looks like a, a cool thing, but actually making it reality is going to be a, a difficult thing. But um, yeah, as you say, he was he faced some criticism um, for that parks plan because a lot of people thinking like like you just said that uh, you know if you haven't, uh, he's promising to 
that he's re- he's directed city staff to to open the fountains and washrooms earlier. But I think a lot of people saying, um, you know, if you haven't done that in, in the past eight years, then then what took you so long to do it now? And I think he's also facing some criticism, of course, about um, the uh, park uh, encampment clearings last year, which cost a lot mm-hmm. of money, $2 million for police to come in and, and clear homeless encampments, which, of course, uh, a lot of homelessness advocates were upset about. Um, and, and I think just the parks issue in general, he has a bit of a vulnerability here in the sense that um, people may remember his previous legacy park project, Rail Deck Park. He announced that to some fanfare and that's fallen through this big park that was supposed to be kind of Toronto Central Park in downtown. Um, and so I think that uh, is a, a bit of a point of vulnerability for him because I think one of the things that uh, he faces some criticism for is you know, um, whatever he has achieved as mayor and been kind of a safe pair of hands since uh, the Rob Ford years and all that chaos, um, you know, I think he's, he's struggled to create a kind of legacy project. So I think it's somewhat telling that his campaign put out this press release uh, on a Saturday afternoon um, over the long weekend, which is, is not generally what, when you put out news that you want lots of eyes on. And I, I wonder if that's a sign that his team knows that he's potentially a bit vulnerable on this issue. Well, he should be vulnerable on a lot of issues, but because there's no one else uh, that's risen into the spotlight to, to you know, take the attention off of him. I mean, you look at the star story that, that you guys put out on the exodus of families when you've got such a huge decline in children and families. Um, they simply can't live here. There, there's an affordability issue. There's nowhere to go. I mean, if you're living, who wants to raise a family in a condo? Because, you know, then you have to look. Are there parks around? It's very, very difficult and it's expensive, but these issues have not been been addressed under his watch it's it's something that you know i think you, that you talk to any candidate uh, at the council level or, or mayoral level you know who's going out and knocking on doors um this season it's yeah. the, the the number one issue right people are really concerned about the cost of housing and that's that's renters that's people who who are trying to buy a home um and um you know certainly it's 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 reaching pretty alarming levels when you're seeing you know young people and others uh leaving the city for for cheaper you know greener pastures um and you know the mayor says He's, he's trying to address those issues. I think some of these trends are somewhat um, outside of, of his control to some extent, but um, certainly, you know, this uh, he's been mayor for eight years, and I think it's fair to ask questions about his record on, on making sure that enough affordable housing is being built. Yeah, I mean, look, if, if everything else was going tickety-boo, then it, there wouldn't be so much heat. I just think there's a lot of things wrong, whether it's crime rates, um, the city looking dirty and run down. There's just a whole bunch of things that aren't really looking like what you'd want after an eight-year term. And then already they're talking tax hikes, which, of course, no one's talking about because no one's talking about the election. But they've got a huge, massive budget gap of $857 million. And, you know, we're not fixing roads right now. They're not spending money where we need to. And so the only way they're getting that benefit is by a tax increase. But, you know, for all those who don't think Torontonians pay a lot now, we do. (laughs) We pay up a lot of things that other municipalities don't have to pay for. So this will not go over well when people are already struggling. Yeah, I think that's an issue that I'm I think is is going to become a front of mind for a lot of people, even though, as you say, it's not being talked about a lot. But Toronto has a has a big financial crisis looming here, right? The the after effects of the pandemic are going to be felt for a long time. We've kind of got through the last couple of years with uh, um, emergency support from uh, the province and federal government, but there is no guarantee that that's coming uh, back again. So you know. At, Meanwhile, we're going to be facing decreased revenues for a long time from things like the TTC, which is still, you know, ridership down like a, a third of what it used to be. And that's a lot of fair revenue that's not coming in. That's leaving big holes uh, in the budget. 
Um, and, um, you know, the mayor has promised that if he's reelected, he would keep um, property tax increases uh, below the rate of inflation. Um, so that may calm some nerves about people who are concerned about paying more. But he, you know, there, there is this, um, you know, financial crunch happening here and there's not a lot of ways out of it. Either you raise more revenue, which means uh, increasing property tax rates or, you know, finding new revenue tools, other forms of taxes that we haven't implemented yet, or you cut services. And I, I think obviously both of those are pretty difficult choices, especially when, as you know, you know, right now, a lot of the basics in the city are, are not being kept, uh, you know, well-funded, well-maintained, things like parks, and then you, we're not building enough affordable housing, and that's having real dramatic impacts on, on people's lives and the future of the city. So, um, you know, it's going to be a tough sell to, I, I think, say that uh, we can't raise more revenue here. I think um, that even the mayor said that he would be open to, to raising some form of revenue um, outside of the property tax increases. He, of course, uh, you may remember a couple of years ago, tried to implement uh, road tools, but got uh, yeah. rebuffed by the, by the province. So, um, you know, what what that could look like, we haven't really heard, but I think that's, um, it, uh, you know, going to be an important point to ask the mayor what, what he plans to do about uh, filling that budget gap. Yeah, or maybe reduce spending in certain areas, but they never seem to do that. All right, Ben, I know you're very busy because uh, it is a very kind of scattered beat right now. There's a lot of uh, places that you're going to have to be at all places at all times to catch it. So I appreciate you breaking it down. Yeah, thanks very much for having me. Appreciate it. That is Mr. Ben Spur. You can read him in the Toronto Star. He covers all things City Hall, and there is a ton to cover. It might not be making all the noise right now, but there's a lot actually going on.